Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Oh, the yeah. The groundhog is in the house. The groundhog hey. comes to the middle chair. It's empty now. Sorry, groundhog. What's up, Miles? But CC Sabathia will sit in the throne 12, 12 o'clock straight up. So in one hour from now, CC Sabathia, the big man, will join us on the set. It'll probably be the first time in the history of his career that he hasn't been the largest man on the set. Right, Absolutely. Brad guy. Sellers has about five, six inches on him. <laughs> I'm in the building today, baby. <laughs> it's great to have you back, the by the way. Glad to be back. It's, it's great to have you back. Glad to be back. Um, and, and today sort of ushers in a new era of Cleveland, of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Because really, the biggest, overwhelmingly, the biggest story since we first came on the air with our very first show, what, four months ago? I don't even know when, how long it's been has been the Deshaun Watson saga. What's going to happen? What is he going to get? We know. It's over. Yeah. And now we turn a new page. Now we get to talk about football and how all of this stuff impacts the Browns on the field. I think we're all speak I, I don't want to speak for all you guys. I'll speak for myself. Couldn't be happier that we're now oh, that that, o- that 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 air is over. I, I think we're <laughs> gee, Are you right okay? over there. Gee, what is going I'm on? L's. Gee, block it out. I'm gee, taking L's. But well, you set. know what, guys? We t- I, I, you okay? I, I, my earpiece fell out. I was like, this I, is I think we are all ready to move on for the story, but I'd love to hear Brad's reaction because he wasn't with us yesterday. No, Your that's, reaction that's when point. you heard the, yeah. the news. Well, first, let me say this. I'm glad that the NFL and uh, NFL PA and Deshaun Watson's team actually came to a conclusion. That they settled it. And yeah, well, well here, like me, and I, I'll just, I'll just uh, summarize it like this. You know, you, it's like, being in the streets, being in the hood, everybody talking stuff. I'm right. gonna do this to you. I can do this to you. And at the end of the day, they both of them had their had their had their, he's he's all over the board. Had, had their fingers on the nuclear button, Jay. That's yeah. what they had their fingers on the nuclear button. They did. Yeah. And well, then, the well, when you get there, you can talk all that stuff you want to. You have the you have the, the audacity or guts to push the button. It's a game of chicken. Can you not blink? Well, because if you push the button. There's some repercussions that happen. Yeah. So now long it's a dude, long term. And once you push the button, you can't even push the button. It's a great point. That's where it was. Yeah. And so I think for all of us, and, I, and I'll speak to everything, because everybody has a side in it. The women that are involved in it have a side in it. Yeah. Sean Watson has a side in it. Uh, and all of us fans have a, have a side in it. And mm-hmm. from the fan side, I think we just wanted it to be done, right? We just Absolutely. wanted it to be done. Right, and figure yeah, out nobody what was rooting for this thing to drag on right, to right, the right, stage. No. Right, and so to me, I was just glad that they got to to. Are, are you are you okay with the eleven games, five million? I think it was a fair, even ground, because, like a compromise. Yeah, because I, I I think the NFL wanted games. Watson wanted less games. The league wanted more games. So they found a place to settle. I and I said this early off the stage. I, I want everybody to know this. I think returning to Houston was important to Deshaun Watson. You mean that his first game back think, is I in think, Houston? I think it's very important to him because I think it's just a human being. You, you look sometimes when things go awry, you try to figure out where it happened at, right? Right. And this is the this and this is just me. This is the vibe I get off him. He seems like a nice kid, right? 
by all accounts, he's he a seems great like a kid. nice kid, right? Right. And sometimes I tell people this that the moment is too big for you because I, I alluded to it before. He was not surrounded by people that should have been surrounded. He, he was in, in the words they say, he was in deep doo doo. That's where he was, right. right? And he did not know it. How did you think he performed in the po- in the in the comment section yesterday? Well, first of all, I, I think it was I think it was I think what he wanted to do was because I think he wants to get behind him. I, I think he wants this Clearly, behind his him. His biggest talking point yesterday. He, he wants said this it twelve behind, times. He wants this. I'm ready him. to move on with my right. career. I'm ready and to he move wants on to, with he my wants life. to be able to show people that I'm a I'm a person that is worthy, right? Right. Even though these actions may not have been worthy, I I want to show you that, right? But his problem is. He's in bo- uh, still embroiled in a uh, embroiled in a uh, legal dispute in Houston, in right. Texas, case, right? One civil yeah. case still right, pending, right? And so he he can't say certain things, right? And so I I said well, this. Well, you know what? Let me drill down on that. We had an attorney on the show yesterday at Channel Three at five o'clock, yeah. And she believed that his two public apologies hurts him. Yes, they do. In that civil standing, because and that's, I mean that's you a no-brainer. But do you think now that he settles that? And just is prepared to write a bigger check to really be done with this. He probably well, should. Well, here, <laughs> let me tell you, that that case is going to get settled. It's not going to go all the way through, right? In and, part because his two public well, apologies. I just, I just think or that I think he just that, wants I it think over here because I think he wants done. I got to imagine the, the woman that's involved wants it done, right. right? But they want some fairness in it. But I will say this: in this, you cannot straddle defense. He shouldn't have been making any statements about yeah, anything. The attorney yesterday said the same thing. Anything. She was very surprised to hear nothing come out of his mouth. I don't care what you feel like, right? Because the, it, it's, what did I tell you earlier, boy? It's baked, it's baked in already. That's right. The people who are against him, they're against and him. Brad, Nobody's they're, they're, changing they're, their mind. They're not changing their mind. We've had roughly 24 hours now to sort of digest the reaction to it. And I know sometimes we have to be careful doing that because social media is not a representation yeah. of society Mm-mm. by any means. However, in listening to pundits on both sides, from the NFL side and the NFLPA side yesterday, and a lot of the public reaction, even though everybody said there was this need for him to apologize, they think that that came from the league. The league was demanding that there was some sort of public remorse shown. Mm -hmm. So he probably had to do that so we could get to this stage. But the overwhelming consensus, and guys, chime in if if I'm mischaracterizing what you've seen and read. The overwhelming consensus from what I've read, seen, and heard from folks that are really close to this story was he actually did things, made things worse with his apology. Because it's, it's, it's he's, trying to, he's trying to serve up a cake for 10 people. You're not yeah. going to serve up this one slice for 10 people. A little bit for you, Jay. A little bit for right. G. Yeah, you can't feed them all. Nah, he's not trying to here. walk this fine right. line. He cannot it walk work. It. He's clearly not a comfortable talker. Right. Right. He's cl- clearly, he doesn't love doing press conference, especially about like when he, if he's talking football, it's probably not, a, you know, whatever, but clearly other things, he's not that comfortable. We've seen it. Enough I, I times. think now they should keep him away from the mic. Just like well, that's it. I'm only I, talking football. Doug, has his hand up guys. Let's see what he wants. So we just want to let you all know throughout the day. We got a bunch of questions that we came up with yesterday and, right. and this leads right to the first question that I wanted to ask today. Let's okay. take tag board. Steve, this was from pro football talk and Mike Florio yesterday. Steve, we could punch tag board full. He says sometimes the best PR strategy is silence. The Browns would have been way better off today if they simply no. deferred to the league's formal announcement. So my question to you yeah. guys is. But there still would have been plenty of people. No, yeah. As G said yesterday, and he's right, no matter what they did, there would have been a segment of the population. No, no, I, I agree, Bo, but let me, let me ask the question yeah. this way. Okay. Do you think today we will look at the situation 
Watson and the Browns as a whole, including the Haslam's, differently had they not talked. There would have been I, I criticism do, yeah. either way, but how differently would I'd we look at the situation? I'd rather the criticism be they're not saying anything than the criticism be they said the wrong things. Jimmy took a lot of a lot of darts yeah. yesterday too. A lot of darts. So did D. Let me tell you something. You're not gonna win in this, right? No, no. But you. So to it's your it's point, you have, you, you have to say nothing and saying the wrong thing. You have thing. to say something, but it better be. Str- they were out there uns. They were unstructured. They were freelance. They were. They were. It was a freestyle. It was a freestyle hip hop show yesterday. I have a buddy who was <laughs> in one mixtape. department. There was that's right. And one mixtape. Pass the mic. By the way, Mike Knight. By the way, we've talked about the fact that that Deshaun Watson's not a great speaker. He's not comfortable. Neither is Jimmy. No. Jimmy's terrible. Yeah. He always so, says the wrong thing. I, I always. Had, I had years. a buddy of, a, of who's a, a leads a PR staff of an NFL team. Yeah. yeah. And I've known him for years, and we were texting throughout the day. And one of the things he said was, "What's going on over there?" The, the, it almost seems as if they threw Deshaun Watson out there. Yeah. With no prep. Yeah. With, I mean, yes, the moment was clearly too big for him, but. As an organization, you know who you have. You know that because you've trotted them out twice right. already. Mm-hmm. You know that there's going to be slip-ups. And look, this is not a dig on Deshaun Watson. No, no. Asking him to do what he had to do yesterday, 99.99999% of America yeah. will never be forced to have to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I always think of Tiger Woods when he had to go in front yeah, of those right. cameras and yeah. talk about his domestic dispute, yeah, yeah, which right. had nothing to do with the sport of golf. And so and Tiger's a much better talker than Watson. A much better and had yeah. more experience and all right. that. I, I don't want this to sound demeaning to Deshaun. Some people are built for that and some people aren't. Well, and, and he's built to play football. I don't blame him. The organization knows who he is. And this was the point yeah. my buddy made. They know what they've got there. They, Why in the world did they, they roll them out they there with no protection? They, they might they might have got Where it. They might have they, 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 they might have got eviscerated for it. But you know, sometimes when you're when you're communicating with people, you gotta be stern. You got to be a little forceful, right? He could have, when I would have came out, I would have had my counsel with me posted. Now, people say, well, why can't you do it yourself? Don't worry about why I can't do it myself. My counsel's here. You going to ask me a question? I'm going to look on him. He going to tell me how I'm going to answer, right? I'm going to make sure I, I protect myself from at least this thing being going and being blown out of what proportion. What do you guys think about that? The optics of that, having a lawyer stand well, next to it's, it's, it's a case well, going well, on. Well, still, still well, a case. Gee, I know what you're talking about. The optics are horrible. Horrible. They're horrible. Mm-hmm. horrible. Not horrible. Jewish, to your point. They're horrible. Let I me, think let they should have told him, let me, let me, you will not answer any questions pertaining to the let case. Me and that also means you can't. Right. You can't say Make your statement. you're sorry. You right. Let, I just let, don't know how me, that works. Yes. Let me go back to what I was just about to say, right? So the optic of it are horrible. The second thing is, and I, Deshaun Watson is, what, 25, 26? 26. 26 years old. He's a baby. He was in, he was in, he was in shark infested waters. You're not swimming ashore here. Mm-hmm. Because when you go left, the left shark going to get you. Go right, right, the right shark going to get you. And you can hear it in the tone of the media. I, I said, you're not, no. No, and, but and here's the one, the, news, the one, the one thing, the one thing yeah. that he that he could have said was, and the one thing he should have said, and they should have prepped him. But that's why I told you I was, I was, I was angry. They should have done the press today. I wasn't angry yeah. at yeah. the fact. I wasn't angry at the fact that um, the stuff that's swirling around Deshaun Watson. That's another story. They basically walked him out on a plank. That's that's what he was out. Said. He yeah. was they out did. there on an island. Where was his? I, I'm a pro. I've been at this. <clears> thing. I know how it goes. You're right. You're not gonna fool me on this thing. 
right? right. I was like, he had nobody protecting his front, so to his your back. Point, where, where, where's the organization at? Where is the, where's the NFL? And a, yeah. a lot, a lot they, of, they a lot of people there. yesterday yeah. were asking that question, yeah. but Bull, to your point, yeah. and I think you're dead on, a 24-hour cool down would have been so much better. No doubt. And here's what you say to stave the Sharks, to keep the Wolves at bay. You just simply tell them, We've got an organized practice scheduled with another team. So there's another team now that is impacted th- that is impacted by our schedule. We don't want to lose those valuable right. joint practice reps. Plus, we're we gonna, need to go through gonna, the details of all and, the and, and you know whatever. What? You're right, because there yeah. was one point where they asked him, do you know when you can be back in the building? Right. I don't know. They're working out exactly. those details right now. So the cover is for the team. This is this is brand new to us. Right. We have a joint practice schedule with another team that we'll traveled. Make, we'll make them available at this play. time. Yeah, we're going to we're going to check today off the calendar. We're going to dot some of the I's and cross the T's from the actual decision and, and the agreement. Right. We're going to find out when we can have him back in the building. Deshaun's going to talk tomorrow. Yeah, nobody would have. I wouldn't, I, 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 that. I'm going to be honest with you. I yeah. wouldn't even had him out there tomorrow. The next day. No, he did, let me tell you no. what you needed. No, but you Z, want to put it behind let, you. Let, too. let me yes. tell you, let me tell you what, what I was also surprised and angry at. This has spiraled out of control. It was so it was so big above him, yeah. right? My first question was, well, where's the crisis management team at? <laughs> He has no, he got yeah. more money than anybody. The Browns it's got more amazing. money. Nobody, yeah. there's no crisis management team here. Yeah. Because Even if it is, wasn't the Browns providing this, that service, he could have gone outside and hired This is a, so far PR above service. him, his own internal team, yeah. and people just trying to, because what they were end up doing, boy, was uh, like the boy with the finger in his dike, in the dike. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. all they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. i plug this one. I'm going to plug mean, this one. This may be unfair to say, because I don't know the intricacy of all the relationships here, but if I'm Watson, I have to reevaluate all the people in my life, like my manager, my agent, because they have not helped me here. Well, or at me, least to the, in yeah, the public me, perspective, let me say this they too. have not. He probably didn't help himself either. That's true. Because no, when you're in it, but he, but when, Brad, you, when, you you're, know, when you're in it, you don't know that you're in it. To the point that what you just said, he's 26. He may have made the miscalculation that the people that he's currently with could navigate him through this space. Yep. I think to your point, Bull, he's probably reevaluating those relationships now. No doubt. Now. Has to. I, but – more importantly, and again, I, I I still say it's incumbent on the Browns to prepare this kid for what the he's Browns facing. failed him. And I, no I, doubt. I don't feel that he he was prepared. And I don't know that, you know, I don't know how much they ever could have really, truly gotten him ready right. for this. It was clear what really was disappointing to me was it was clear in their in their conversations beforehand. They gave him four buzzwords. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Which he used way too much. I want to move on with my career. I want to move yeah, on with my life. Right. Whenever he didn't know what to say, yeah, went back he went to back to, I yeah. want to move on with my career. I want to move on with my life. Standing on my innocence. So there, I have heard from a lot of people yesterday yeah. that really did not like those words. Right, yeah. They didn't. And, and look, we still have to take into account the possibility, and I want to drive this point home very, very strongly today. I made the point yesterday about the Manti Teo and how history has completely revised what actually happened. It took 20 years, 15 years, but now I think the general public finally realizes that this kid wasn't a liar. Yeah, he wasn't. He he wasn't a sleaze guy who was making stuff up. He he got he got fooled, and he was young and naive. And now that the story's being told, this could happen three or four years from now. We could watch a documentary on all of this. I've been told by a couple of people that are covering this story and have been really deep in the woods that there are a lot of things that we do not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would imagine that's ca- the case. But, Jay, the good news, before we go to Mike, the next question real quick, is 
it is over. It may be bad PR. He may have looked bad yesterday. Everybody saber rattling and pearl clutching and writing articles. Right. But none of that matters. It doesn't. Because he's going to play. We know what it is now. So you know what? And and this is the good thing about it being over. A lot of that hand wringing that was going on. Yeah. A lot of the journalists that were trying to maybe virtue signal by saying, how could this be all he gets? They were, they were actually advocating for a punishment. Punishment's out now. So hold your pearls. Yeah, that's it. Get off your high horse. Move it's on. over. Yeah. And we all know what it is, and we all are going to live with it. That's right. And no. we'll see him in week 12. But, Jay, but let me tell you something. It's it's over for the, the majority of the part that we've been discussing. Yeah. It's still going to be ongoing. There has to be a strategy going forward. He has nobody. Because wherever he yes, goes. Yes, but he's no yeah. longer going to answer don't, questions No, no, no. no, no, no but don't the, answer. No, 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 has, but the it. anvil over his head is no, gone. No, that's, that's, that's gone. Well, we got I, I'm just saying. That, I'm just, let me just finish this. Yeah. I'm just saying this, right? He needs help here. He does. He, he needs does. help here. Yes. Right. That's and correct. It, it's incumbent upon the organization that he works for and the NFL players play that he pays dues to to see Brad, that he I, needs help. I, yeah. A question just popped into my mind. McNuggets, hold on one second because I think Brad is going to give us fascinating insight here. You've been involved in scandal. Not yourself. Yeah. Players on teams that you've played yeah. for. I've always been interested in the balancing act that goes on. And I've heard wildly differing numbers. In your experience, who is driving the bus on those individual scandals? Is it the player's individual team? Let's just use Dennis Rodman, for example. Right. Is it Rodman's agent, his people, his PR staff, and Dennis that are making those key decisions? Or is it the Bulls? So in, in the case of, I'll give you two, 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 two different scenarios. Rodman and the Pistons. It was the Pistons, right? When Rodman got to the Bulls, it was Dennis and his team. But again, it goes to this, Jay, your knowledge and experience. When he was at the Pistons, he knew nothing yeah. about this sharkish His world. first scandal was right. with the Pistons right. shock, in the parking garage. Sh- shock, and- shocking world, right? And then when he got to Chicago, he had made a couple other stops before Chicago, right. and he became better. You surround yourself with do, better people. Do you people. think there's a right way or a wrong way in terms of whether the team is making those key decisions? Or the player. I imagine there were major conversations between Watson's team and the Browns as to how they were going to navigate. It depends these on the bearing interest here, because some people have an interest in only themselves. Some people have an interest as you as a human mm-hmm. being, right? Right. They see they see value in you as a human being, and they're like, "Let me help you." So if Watson's team felt that the Browns had only their best interest in mind, they might be pulling harder on the I, rope. I think there was. A, I think there's a, yeah. a, a a given pool between because I think that Watson had to feel like. The only people standing up for Watson was yeah. G, uh, Jimmy the Haslam's worst yeah. standing up for him. Mikey. What do you got? Man, that was a tasty subject, almost as tasty as the built bar I had this morning. Oh. As I came to work. <laughs> Man, I was hungry and I needed something on the run. I grabbed what, what the built flavor? bar. I got the chocolate dough chunk today. Cookie Ooh, dough. Delicious. Cookie dough. No, wow. this is cookie dough chunk. You're right. Oh, Sorry, yeah. cookie dough oh, chunk. What is this? I know only that. 116 calories, 15 <laughs> grams Bro, of protein. I was full. Bar. I didn't need a uh. second one. Small but delicious. If you haven't checked out Built Bar, and here's the best part: you can use code Lockdown15 for 15% off your entire order at okay. Built.com. That's there code Lockdown15. How do you spell that? Built.com. B-U-I-L-T. Okay, I just wanted to make sure com. because some some of those B-L-I- companies use Built B-I-L-T, right? And by the way, you want to you want to drive that home. By the way, Sabrina Sin just followed me on Twitter. I'm getting. Uh, followed by porn bots. Also. Oh, okay, great. Thought you don't like to know that. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, here's what's the here's my next question, <laughs> and this does lead into what we're talking about. Yeah, there are Unlike 52 the other players, or there will be 52 other players 
on the Browns roster on opening day. Okay. Do you think they were demoralized or encouraged by the news that came out yesterday? Oh, I think they were encouraged, 100%. Right. Listen. Because, I think there's probably a mix, don't you? Uh, no, because I don't think there is a – I can't imagine there was a player on that team that thought he'd be suspended for less than 11 games heading into yesterday. Really? I, I, I doubt so, it. Somebody somebody reached out to me and said that the, 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 the close to Watson and close to the team said – when they saw 11, they, they felt, they started texting, hey, we can hold it down. Yeah. We can hold it exactly. down for 11. Yeah. We, got, we got 11. Like, it was ex- better than the worst it's, case. It's well, better well, than that. But they, right. they saying that we can hold it Z- down. Jacoby can get six and five. And that's the thought process, what they saying. Six right. and five with Jacoby yeah. puts him in a potential that he can come back and do something. We talked Z- about that yesterday, Brad. Do you have a thought as to where they'll be when Watson takes the field and and whether or not he can get them into the playoffs wherever they are. Let me tell you, I think Jacoby Brissett is going to have them in a tremendous position. I think, because it's not just on him. They have other weapons. Right. As long as Stefanski deploys his weapons, right, they're going to be okay. I will say this, though. I'll get to your point about the team, right? The team is a microcosm of, the, of society. There were people on him that wanted, on his team, I can tell you this, that probably wanted him to get hammered, Right. And there were some other people on the other end of the spectrum like, no, I need you to fight the man on this one because this right. is beyond this. This is about the man. We're going to settle that. Yeah. So they went in between. And at the end, end of the day, it really just came down to this, Jay. Everybody wanted to be behind them. That's right. Everybody. Sure. And nobody's completely satisfied. And I think from that good end, resolution. they all exhaled yeah. yesterday when yes. they said, okay, at least we know what we're up against this year. And I think to your point, G. Bush, if it was a season-long suspension, I think for the most part, the playoff hopes would have been dampened. Yes. Certainly. Yes. yes. So this still, like you said, they can hold it down. They got a puncher's chance. Right. Who knows where they're going to be in week 12? It's You can't say that. I will say this. When you look at offensively, I'm curious to know all of your guys' thoughts on this. Take the quarterback position out of it. Do you feel the Browns have more weapons coming into this season offensively than they did last season? And I'll tell you in a second why I asked that question. Okay. Full? Uh, no, they have less. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't think it's by a ton. By the way, ironically enough, I was doing an interview on uh, VSIN, you know, the gambling network last night. Okay. And they were like raving about the Browns wide receiver core. Like they were really high on David Bell. And wow. they like some. They like But some, in general, you know, you'd say less than I'd say, I'd say a little less. You? Yeah, yeah. What about you? I think they got better. Better? Uh, better. How, did, how are they better in the skill? Well, overall. I think. I mean, with Treader so, gone, with OBJ gone, and with with Landry gone, well, how here. are they better? They're better because they didn't use OBJ, so it's like not even having OBJ here. <laughs> he right? was so, there so, though. Oh, he I mean, was he there, was but there. they didn't use him. I, I well, can have, I can have Jordan, year, but if I don't give him no shots, I guess. But if he was no need to have Jordan, the quarterback that could find him, you would love that. So, so the problem is, you talking about last year? I'm talking about right. we did not have. And I'm just saying. So so let's say this: the only thing I think they're missing is another because because Amari Cooper. Is better to me than 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 um, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry. Okay. Yes, but we have we don't have anybody on the other side. I got some people right. that might be something. I don't we know don't what they're gonna be. Yeah. I said, give me somebody else. So on you the other say side. better talent this year. What about you, G. Bush? Um, I would I would say when you're looking at it, um, I would on paper they have better talent last year. They got Treader. OBJ. Well, I thought you were just saying skill positions. With they, they, no, if everybody, including, if we're including the offensive line, then it's definitely worse. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm and, saying, I'm saying, take the quarterback out of yes. The, so okay. Baker's yes, gone. Yes. Jacoby's gone. Right. The they, ten other so guys. We're not talking about just skill. We're just not talking about skill positions. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm talking yeah, about okay. everything. It's okay. worse. Got no I don't think it's significantly worse. I'm with you. But it's worse. I think you know. I don't know what you grade last year's talent. What is it? 84, 88. It's an arbitrary number. I think this year maybe it's a 78. I don't think it's as good 
overall. And that's why, so for me, my concern is you could argue until the cows come home whether you like Jacoby Brissett more than Baker hurt last year when he was 17 touchdowns, 13 picks. You can argue that forever. But for me to feel better, because last year they were a just under 500 team right. with Baker. So it's hard for me to say that with less talent and Jacoby Brissett at the helm now, they're going to be an over 500 team. Well, let me let me give you this. Like, with a really difficult schedule. Because the, per, the person I talked to that, that is close in the locker room said, look, I know, I know what it looks like on the outside. Jacoby Brissett versus Baker Mayfield. A lot of people are just drilling down on skill set, whether or not he can perform up to that certain level. He mm-hmm. said, but let me tell you something. Everybody in the locker room believes Jacoby Brissett is a leader. Mm-hmm. He, they, he, they look at him. He, he said, and he, this caught me off guard. He said, you know, when we, they have functions, Jacoby Brissett, is holding counts. They're not trading for Garoppolo. He, he's, he's the guy. I at don't the front, think they are either. He's the guy at the front of the table. And yeah. he said when they went to the, the Bahamas or wherever the case may yeah. be, Jacoby Brissett was one of the main guys speaking in that whole situation. Yeah. So, so they like but, they like. So let me, t- let, me t- let me yeah. let me it's tell you why, why I agree with you. Man, because here you've given you've given a young man the fuel for the fire. You have people running around this town saying, we don't need you. We got to go to San Francisco, get this dude, right? right? This dude here, right? right? That's all I hear on the radio or here on TV. Got to get this dude. No, 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 no. What you did was just give me fuel for the fire as a player because I'm going to show you what I got. Here's I'm gonna show you that I, I can. I'm got, gonna show you that I can come in and hold this thing down. Right. And I just hold it down. Yeah. So he's motivated. I, I can. Right. I can excel. But here's why. Here's the important thing. Baker. We, we discussed Baker a million times. Uh, you know where I stand. He's an average NFL quarterback, in my right. opinion. But last year he wasn't an average NFL quarterback. He was a bad NFL quarterback. He was last year. Okay. Now, Jacoby Brissett. Grand scheme of things, is a below average NFL quarterback, in my opinion. He's not a one. He's not a one. He's a guy that can step in for a one. Yeah. I mean, you know, are are there 32 quarterbacks in the NFL better than Jacoby Brissett? Maybe not. But if he's not, he's 30th or 31st or 32nd, somewhere between 30 and 35. I don't know if there's another team he's going to start for. Maybe Seattle. That's about it. Maybe. That's it. But here's an important thing, Mikey, before we go to you. (laughs) This really matters. Baker Mayfield in my opinion, doesn't know who he is. Yeah. Baker Mayfield thinks he's a star. He thinks he's Brett Favre. And he's a guy. Yeah. He's a good, he's a good, solid, you know, average, right. even if you want to say a little above average quarterback. Jacoby Brissett knows who he is, in my opinion. Now, I don't know him personally. And make mistakes. He's not going to try to get the ball downfield or make a crazy play. And thus, he is going to say, look at what the hell I got behind me in the backfield. Yeah. I am going to let them do the work because yeah. they're awesome. And I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. And I think they will be okay because of it. Not McNuggets. great, but okay. McNuggets. Got one more question before Dequell hops in yeah. with us. And I want right. to ask Dequell this one as well. G, you brought this up yesterday. So I want the other three people to attack this first. G mentioned that now Cleveland might be the villain of the NFL. Yeah. I don't know Not Cleveland as well as you guys do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is Cleveland and this fan base capable of of accepting that role because as we've seen with other people, athletes in towns, Definitely. not every city fan and athlete is capable of taking on that Mm-mm, villain personality. No, I don't no. think it's our, it's, it's not, not it's, in our mind. It's not, it's not, it's not in not, our it's, DNA. No, 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 they're going to have a hard time. No, we, yeah. we, I'm, always, I'm, I'm always pointing back to, uh, we're a defensive group. Now, you know, we're a sensitive group, but a defensive group. Very defensive. about this team, this town, right? And, uh, 
so I've been, you know, I've been broadcast with the Cavaliers for, for 13 years, right? And when I was on the other side and, and just in the league, the people in, around the league always says, if you're affiliated with Cleveland, this is a bunch of nice people. Mm -hmm. yeah. They can't do that bad boys thing in Detroit. Because when there was the bad boys, yeah, no. people hated the bad boys. Hate them. They hate them. And, 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 and oh, Detroit no, no. embraced it. But if, you, but if you go to Detroit today, yeah. <laughs> it's still bad boy city. Sure. And it, it because is. it was it was their symbol of the guts in this town. You're and right. you can't tell me anything about that. They love the bad boys like it was nobody's business. No, they now, the Yankees. Th that's not going to go down here. <laughs> yeah. Yankee fans love being hated. They when do. I was a kid, you know about this. <laughs> If you were a fan of Georgetown, yep. you loved it that everybody loved it. hated you. Loved it. Sure. When you the kid in DC area, you loved it when you were being hated. This town does not like being hated. Why? We've never really been hated very often. Maybe Albert Bell was hated. We haven't I don't been know. hated, but we've been disrespected. Disrespected, disrespected. yes. There's a, yes. Difference There's a there. difference. There's a big difference. And, and I think that's why the fan base is so sensitive and defensive. No doubt. Because all that the, all I ever heard when I was in ESPN's cocoon was how bad Cleveland was. And not just the teams, but the city. Mm -hmm. And I was carrying the Cleveland flag through the building, constantly having arguments with See, people. that's it. About, and, and I found myself at some point saying, how did I become the de facto poster boy for a city that doesn't <laughs> right. need defending? Our city does not need defending. Our it city is not. made up of hardworking, gritty people. Our sports teams are what they are, not because of our people. No. It's because of the ownership that we've had through That's, the years. And you we know, have nothing to do with that. It's ignorant, we right? We all take shots at, you know, I make fun of some of the, the states in the South. Every, you know, people here will make fun of New York or, or yeah. California or whatever. We all pick on things that are not our thing. I, and, and people are ignorant, so they, they, they only live in their Cle own cocoon. I was always saying, you've ever been to Cleveland? Well, well no, Cle but Cle right, Cle then, Cle then, then don't throw Cleveland folks. Cleveland folks hate that, right? We I hate know. That. We I, I tell you, I, I'm only one of a couple on a team. The, the Bulls are flying into Chicago to play the, the Cavaliers. Uh, the Bulls are flying into Chicago. The Bulls are flying into Cleveland to play <laughs> uh, the Cavaliers, right? Why, are Charles, why is Charles Oakley and I defending the city of Cleveland on the flight? <laughs> why? Nuggets, right? It always seems to go it's that silly. way. It's silly. I don't get paid the yeah. big bucks, but what I'm about to do here, Steve, you may need to give me a raise after this. Watch this. First, we're going to tell you who our guest is joining us coming through, and that's the Gridiron Guys Hotline. Looking for a local roofer you can trust? Family-owned since 2003, the Gridiron Guys have grown to become Northeast Ohio's top-rated roofers. They exemplify quality work practices that's and are a valued right resource for homeowners and offer a 10-year workmanship <laughs> warranty. Call 330-573-7967 today for a free estimate or roof inspection. Bull? Grid, 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 grid iron, guys. So Cleveland <laughs> may not be ready to accept the villain persona. Yeah. Right. But Dequell Jackson certainly has, and no one is more of a villain with a chair turn than our guy right <laughs> we here. Need Let's welcome uh -oh. UCSS's yeah. number one villain. Yeah, yeah. my man. Yeah, we go. We can't What's up, hey, fellas? Hey, ready to go. We need to go with the chair. I, I got like, you. I, I, I'll I, add that in next week. I feel like the Quell needs to have like a black hat, maybe an eye patch, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe a cigar. You gotta have a cigar, right? Like, ah, it looks Ooh, kind I, of got, I got plenty of cigars around. See? <laughs> yeah, sure that will add to that persona. You know what? You know what? I, I do think we do need to make a commercial. Dequell Jackson is the most interesting man in the world. I love. I love <laughs> right now, Dequell looks like too nice a guy. I, I love Dequell when he comes on. <laughs> Yeah, you know? I mean, what you got, Dequell? What you got, baby? Ah, yeah, that's, ah, that's like yeah. a tone. 
That's like a Tony Soprano cigar right there. That might be that's what makes you look mean. Ready to go. I'm always ready. That's right. Now he looks mean. Now we talk. He looked nice. You put the cigar. Now he looks nice again. Cigar goes in. Because you, you know, mean. I gotta go to I, Jay. We gotta go to the Quill. I, I need I need the Quill's take on this. The, yeah. the Sean Watson thing. Yeah. Well, right? Did they get it right? Yeah. Eleven games, five million dollars. Are you are you are you happy with that? Can you live with it? Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's over with. I can say that. I'm glad the noise is over with. We know how long he's going to be out, when he's going to return, and you can start at, in Deshaun Watson's turn moving forward. But I think a lot of people are unhappy. A lot of people wanted a year. I was one of those people I thought for sure he was going to end up getting a year for some, for some odd reason. But I think the NFL and the NFLPA, this was the only option. Because if they didn't settle, they didn't come up with some mutual ground of how many games he was going to serve, there was going to be an entire litigation, mm-hmm. more news, more more of this story being dominated by every news cycle moving forward. You're going to bring up and you're going to force the NFLPA to bring in other situations like ownership that were involved in similar situations and no uh, ramifications were, were, um, were brought forth. So I think the NFL, the NFLPA, even though a lot of people are unhappy with the decision. I think it was the best situation for both sides to just try to quell what has happened up until this point and talk about, you know, uh, uh, how long he's going to serve his suspension, if it's, if it's fair or not. But in my opinion, I think the Browns, they're looking pretty good right now, uh, c- contrary to a lot of different opinions out there. But they have they get them back this year. So that's great. And if you're, if you're, if you're a guy in the locker room, this is why you sign you you sign back Jadavion Clowney, for instance. Mm-hmm. I think about him. He he wanted to come back to play with Deshaun Watson. Other guys who've been following this situation as closely as anyone else, they're happy they they get to get this guy back who they've tried to create a rapport with throughout the offseason. And listen, I was there in the summer and to see the ball fly off his hand, uh, it's a stark difference than anyone else um, they had on that roster. So. I think it's a fair uh, uh, suspension. I'm just glad it's over with. And now you you look at you know steps moving forward and what's best for this franchise. Dequell, if you if you're if you're playing linebacker for the Browns right now, you're in training camp, right? If he's suspended for the season, the air's out of the balloon, I would think. But yeah. as you said, right now that this now you know you're going to get him back for six games, and if you can make the playoffs, well, you got a quarterback that's capable. Or at least I think he's capable of winning a Super Bowl. So if you're Miles Garrett, if you're Dequell Jackson when you were playing, if you're De- you are Dequell Jackson, but you're not playing, Denzel Ward, one of the other star players on this team, are you thinking we can hold this? There it is. We can hold this down till he comes back. We got it. We we got to kick ass. The defense has got to dominate. The running game's got to dominate. And if we can hang in there, Dequell's going to take us the rest of the way. Are you like almost in a way extra motivated because of that? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I heard you guys talk before. I think the guys are going to take a stand so no one wants to see this team do well. Everyone's rooting against them. Right. You add that to the fuel, you add the fact that, you know what, we still have a chance that Jacoby Brissett, listen, I, Bull, I heard you say something that was spot on about Jacoby Brissett <laughs> in, in, in light of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And I and I could a thousand percent agree with you. Baker Mayfield thinks he's a superstar and elite quarterback in this league, right. which he isn't. Jacoby Brissett is a veteran who understands his skill set, and he understands from a veteran standpoint, you can hand the ball off to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and you have, you know, Amari Cooper here. So they're not looking for Jacoby Brissett to be the savior. 
he un- I feel like, in my opinion, and in your opinion, I feel like he understands that. He's going to play within himself. And if Kevin Stefanski can get creative to a certain degree and, and get those guys motivated, yeah, if I'm in that locker room, absolutely I feel like I have a chance. You thought you had a chance without him. And even more so now that the rulings, um, the suspension was set forth, you know you're going to get him back at some point. And all those, I tell you what, what's going to happen. From the defensive standpoint, from the offensive standpoint, from a coach's standpoint, guys are going to get behind you, Kobe Brissett. Yeah, they're going to yeah. go to him and talk to him. Hey, man, you got this. We got, you know, you. We got your back. You know, they're they're going to encourage him more than any other year. So I feel like Jacoby Brissett is probably going to have one of his best years knowing that all he has to do is play well. And guess what? He's going to be able to make more money someplace else if they're able to sustain you know, some sort of winning, uh, winning record here, knowing that He's going to hand it over to Deshaun Watson once he gets back. But, you know, I think it's a it's a perfect storm for the Cleveland Browns right now and for those players because they're, they're watching everything that everyone's saying. They're reading all the clippings, and they're extremely motivated to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to tell you what, man. You, you're welcome for this. So, you're welcome for this. Fire it up, baby. You're welcome for this right here. Your new nickname is Captain Jack. Captain Jack, oh, like you that. in the building. You know, Doquel was the captain. He, he wore that C on his chest. He got the cigar. He flipped the page when he put the cigar in. He Captain Jack out here talking that real stuff. Hey, next Thank time you. y'all come Thank on you. here. Hey, Tim. Hey, you got to play the song. There's a song by Billy Joel called Captain Jack. Tim, that's got to be his theme song. Tim, now Doquel is telling y'all, y'all got to have alter egos when y'all come in. Don't be coming on as yourself. <laughs> uh, hey, Leroy, come on. You got you can't come on as Leroy. You got to be somebody. But I will say this: I think, I think for for me, when you look at when you look at uh, uh, Jacoby Brissett, yeah, and this goes on with the captain thing. I I, I put the captain's chest on Jacoby Brissett and put it on mm-hmm. each other and, and say, listen, this is what we lead with. This is our backup, but he a captain on our squad. People gonna yeah. flock to him. People gonna mm-hmm. say that's our guy. We are gonna rally around him. And you know what it will also do? It'll make Kevin Stefanski be conscious of the way he's calling these games because every time you look in that backfield and you think that you want to do something crazy like a flea flicker reverse super duper fast <laughs> on fourth down <laughs> on fourth down and one, you got to look back at that backfield and you see Nick Chubb, right? <laughs> I need that to be in his mindset, and I think I think th- like you said, I think they're gonna surprise a lot of people. So have we moved? Yeah. And Dequell, I want to get your thought on this. Yesterday we sort of threw out where we thought the Browns would be when. They finally get Deshaun back on the field, and I think the general consensus. We all thought five and six. Yeah, five and six or six and five. There were some that were a little optimistic. Where are you? Where 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 will this team be when when Deshaun gets back on the field? Yeah, man, it's hard to say. (laughs) But I'm talking him up. You guys have been talking him up like we're going to be a Let's go. But I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah, you know, forget all that. Yeah, when you get off the quail, come to me because I didn't answer that question. No, I know you did. I want to defer it to someone right now. But you know what? Hey, Dequel, there's a schedule on the screen. We got you. Don't worry. I don't even know. Yeah, so the first four weeks, yeah. I think it's a given. They can come out winning more than, than they lose. I think it's a, the the second and third part of that season. Mm. Well, going to the Chargers, the Patriots, Woo! Ravens, Bengals, that's going to be the that's, that's going to so be the deciding factor. If you can, you know, come out even on that, I God. think uh, 
Baby, come on, man. So you going six you know and five I'm, or five I'm, and six? You got to go. go I'm, I'll go six and five. I'll right, go six and I, five. Okay. All right. So the yeah. Brad wants to get the, in on this. The Quill comes Jack. in at six and five. I know the Quill. That's my man. He's playing the odds here. Six and five. Gives the Quill. I'm going a different way, baby. It does. What's your different way, Brad? Because I'm going. I'm going back to the '85 freaking Bears. Right. Okay. Okay. What? Let me tell you what. Let me tell. No. Let me tell. I say. We gonna be eleven and zero. I say seven. I say seven and four, because now the the shift now is not on Jacoby Brissett and the offensive side. Yeah. I'm going to Miles Garrett and on the other side. That's the greatest football team ever. No, no. But that D was solid. They came with heat. So you got Clowney. You got Garrett. You got the lockdown corners. You got JOK. <laughs> Who's your linebacker? The young, hold it. The, uh, the JOK. JOK. Anthony Walker. <laughs> Look, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you this. Captain Jack. <laughs> Captain Jack will be. That was bad ass. You need a right cigar. Yeah. That's a bold prediction there. Look, I'm bold. Hey, hey, Dequel. You're play one way. You can't go to Vegas and uh, bet a dollar. Well, I feel you. <laughs> He's all in. You got to go all, all in. in. The all other right. thing I'll say. So you're yeah, seven and four. I say seven. And the other thing is. I'm gonna need any Browns fan across not this city, across this nation. I don't give a damn. We back in the Browns. Oh well, you know that, that'll happen. That, no, no, but I need we you. We back to, our team. I need you to another level. I, I need Another you to level. believe it, right? Yeah. I don't need you going there squeamish well, like uh, years, the Browns. I don't, I don't know what the Browns are going to do. There have been years though where we were all in, and three weeks later we were like, "What the hell just happened to us?" Nineteen. What just happened? Mikey. Go ahead. So, Dequell, when we have breaking news like this, I like throwing questions out at the guys. I want you to start with this one. Mm-hmm. We saw in the first preseason game, Deshaun Watson did not get a very favorable reception from the Jaguars. Fans. We know as he goes to other stadiums, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Baltimore, he's going to get yeah. booed. You played. Do boos affect players, and how easy is it for, for these elite caliber players to kind of turn that crowd noise off and just focus on the task at hand? It, it, it can either go two ways. Either you embrace it and you use it as more more wood on that fire, or it, mm-hmm. you can completely succumb to it. And right now, Deshaun Watson has no choice. He has he's playing for his reputation. Whenever he comes back, he's, he's got to prepare himself mentally more than physically. Is mm-hmm. mentally is how sharp will he be? Because we all know when he comes back, he won't be sharp. We, we're not. We we can't expect him to be the guy that was playing for the Houston Texans and just pick up where he left off. It's going to take some time, and that's why Jacoby Brissett definitely, if he understands the situation, he's got to take full advantage of it. Because I honestly, when he's able to play, does he play right away? You know, if he's not been with the team for for eleven weeks, wait, are does you, he play are you right intimating away? for a second that he would not play in week twelve? Yeah, there's a chance. Well, no, there's a chance that he may not be ready. Well, he does get to come back to the facility in early November, so he would have well, a month. He's in the facility in October. In October. No, but I mean practice work with the team. Practicing practice with November. the team. November 14th, so, he could practice. But you know what, though? That's an interesting point. We have never talked about that. Yeah, like, Take, yeah. Walk us through how that would work. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, right now the the the, the, the uh, preseason is shortened, so we're going to see a small dose of him. And we saw the, the, you know, the overthrow right away. And, I don't know. Depending on where, where, where the Browns are from a record standpoint, do you rush them back? And if you're playing well, do you take Jacoby Brissett out? Mm-hmm. And do you implement Deshaun Watson? Obviously, you have to because you you um, basically committed $230 million guaranteed, so you have to put him on the field. But, I mean, I, I'm just saying uh, what I'm saying here is we can't expect him to just pick up where he left off. Yeah, yeah, and it's right. going to be some great so. spirit. And it, it's going to be up to schedule. 
Kevin Stefanski yeah. and this offensive uh, um, uh, front office offensive uh, coaches to understand yeah. is he ready or isn't he? Because you don't want to, when you have a good thing going in the National Football League, mm. especially with everything that's uh, that's transpired within this organization, if Jacoby said is the man that he's the captain and he's leading the ship and he's moving the ball and he's doing everything right, do you really want to shake that up? Wow. I know it's a, okay. let, let, not let, everybody let, wants let to hear that. Let, but. let me respond to Quell's statement because he's absolutely right. It, it's, it's on a case by case. You got to see where you are in that moment in time. Yeah, what if you're eight and three? What if you're nine and two? But but here, the other thing is, you make no mistake about it. This franchise is built on Deshaun Watson. That's no what doubt. it is. Right. Period. Right. right? Yeah. The question is between the suspension date that he actually is out of the building and return date in October. What is somebody going to do? Because walking into a, a, a situation where you come back, and you're going to play back in Houston, right? You have to be mentally prepared to go into yeah. Houston. Right. Sure. And yeah. so now you gonna leave him out here on the island by himself for a month, right. month and a half and no prep work. Right. So what yeah. what is yeah. being, what, is, what is being put in place it, to yeah. secure that? It's an interesting conversation. And to that end, maybe the Browns are even doing that conversation internally because I, the reason I bring it up is we had Jason Bristol on um, the five o'clock show yesterday on Channel three. He, we've had him on this program. He's a KHOU sports reporter, and we basically wanted to gauge what Houston's reaction was to yesterday's news, particularly the piece that he's going to make his return in Houston. And mm -hmm. he predicted that it would be the most hostile crowd ever in ever. the NFL. Right. And one of the things that he pointed to was, and a lot of fans have forgotten. More than this. Michael Vick? It, yeah, and here's why. He yeah. said people forget nationally, but they don't forget in Houston. He quit on the Texans. He, he walked out of the Texans organization before this was even a story. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. And he said, don't underestimate the vitriol that the fans have towards yeah, him because good. of that. Good. Yeah. He needs that in right. the first game. He's yeah. going to play in that first game, and he's going to kick the living crap let me, out let me, of that let team. Let me tell you something, because I'm the, only, right I'm the only one here who can talk to this, right? Talk yeah. it. When I left Wisconsin to transfer to Ohio State, yeah. right, as an all-Big Ten player, I did that in April. School let out in May. As soon as I announced that, they were raining things down on me from the dorm rooms in Wisconsin, Madison. I can imagine. Right. So by the time mm -hmm. I walked back into Madison, the following after I sat out the year, right? right. Now, that's a year later. I had to sit out a year. They Came still back. remember. Let me tell you something. The crowd in Madison that day was so hostile to me and my family. I can only imagine. Right. And, and, and here, my teammates, uh, you know how you get dressed in the locker room to quell. You get ready to go up for pregame warm-up. My teammates coming back in like, uh, oh, you can just hear the whole arena. Chanting for Brad Sellers, just chanting the name. I'm, mm. I'm downstairs in the locker room underneath the gym getting dressed. They come back in. I say, Hey, they're calling for you up there. You think I can't hear that? Mm. Yeah. Your mind better, how did it your affect mind you better be on the court once the game started. How did it affect you? Well, I came in, what I locked in on, let me tell you what I actually locked in on. There were a number of African American students that were at, at Madison that were my friends. And they showed up at this section in the game, right? And they were like, We don't give a damn. We're here for you. Really? Right. Yeah, we're here mm. for you. Wow, that's powerful. And that's what I locked in on. I said, I'm coming to get you that You were getting a lot of racist comments, oh, I'm sure. Oh, man. How, did you, how did you play uh, and did the team win? The, we lost in Madison. Damn. We, but Oof. See, I played, my first game was in Ohio State against Columbus. I beat the hell out of them in Columbus, right? Sure. But the return to the venue back to Houston that was is, tough. is different. Sure. And so I came out like, like ready to go. But the problem was, Wisconsin was ready to go. Right. Yeah, right. they were ready to. And Watson's, and, and it may be many years later, but Watson's going to get racist comments, too. McNuggets, oh, there's no you doubt got something. Can you imagine yeah. your parents sitting in there listening to that nonsense? Yeah, yeah. it's hard. And, and the way things have gone on, his his press conference of him 
Uh, I know you guys uh, briefly touched on it, but I feel like the Browns need to go outside of the Browns organization to find some crisis management Thank company you. to send him yeah, down. That was our lead-off point interviews. today. And just because right now, because he wasn't, and, and correct, I'm no attorney, but correct me if I'm wrong, he was not indicted on two grand juries from no, Houston. Correct. Right. But if he were to come out and admit some level of guilt, couldn't he be tried again? So maybe well, that's a he, that that's he, something that he's trying to avoid because he's from day one he's he said point. he's been probably good. completely yes. innocent. Right. And, and he if still he has comes a out case admit, Right. So if he comes out and admits it, then that that can really you know muddy things up even more so. Right. So I think the Browns need to I know when I played, I don't know if it's still um uh a policy today, but players are required to speak to the media. He needs to go ahead and pay that damn fine for the whole year not to speak to the media and just put out formal statements or just because talk clearly football. this isn't his strong suit. Right. right. No, no doubt. Yeah. Well, if I, if I'm Deshaun going forward, I'm not answering any questions about this and the league. Has I will a talk policy. football all day long, right. whatever the league's policy is. You have to be media available, but yeah. it doesn't say you have to answer every question they ask. I, I I'm willing to yesterday. answer any so, football question you I want. Said, I'm said not that. talking about it anymore. I've already talked about yeah. it. What you got to You're also the most, uh, credentialed here to answer this question when anyone takes a break it's tough to come back it's nearly 700 days between games as cc sabathia walks in the studio we're getting to cc in about 10 minutes here to quote how hard is it for someone especially an nfl player an elite athlete like that to shake off the rust and get back to the form he had previously after not playing it's literally 698 days between games that's a that's a lot of time off and the one thing you have but you don't realize you still have the tools you still have the physical ability but it's the mindset, the confidence that you've done it. And if you haven't done it recently, that's what's going to regain that confidence back for Deshaun Watson to make those throws in preseason, to, to make those throws in practice, and to make them in live action. That's what's most important. Practice is practice, but when you get to game action, there's nerves. There's, I remember coming back from my two injuries from my pack. Man, that was a lot of doubt that if I could still play this game at a high level. And it took one or two snaps where I got overextended, my arm didn't fall off again, and I realized, yeah. okay, I I'm okay. So it's going to take that moment. I don't know when, but absolutely, it's going to take – it's not easy to come back from that. And then you add on top of the criticism he's going to get, the fan uh, – he's going to be a fan favorite just to heckle. So he's got to be in extreme mental shape before he takes a step on that field. And honestly, if I'm the Browns, unless I've – you know, made a, a, a assertive effort to get him proper media training outside of the building. I don't put him on the field when he's available to play going back to Houston. If he's not prepared. Yeah. Well, wow. That's I don't put him through that. That's so, really interesting. So to, to, to the point, I'm glad he said that because he the is absolutely right here. He needs a crisis management team around him. Right. Sure. And mm -hmm. because he's not he's not prepared for this yet. Right. Not that you could ever right. be prepared for it, but you could be much better prepared than what we've seen over the last 24 hours. Right. And, right. I, and I would just say this. It really is dependent upon the player because Jay, you asked a question earlier. He said, will you be able to make it? Can you take the heat? Right. And it depends on the person. Magic Johnson, for example. Remember all the stuff that was swirling around magic at the sure. time, right? Yeah, he could take it. He mm -hmm. stood there in the fire. Kobe Bryant. Could Kobe take Bryant said, right. "There have been a Dequel right. knows there have been a number of other players that succumbed to that mm -hmm. heat. You can succumb to it right. quickly because you're not built like that, yeah. right? It depends. Even on, LeBron Brad said he didn't really like the hate. It depends. I mean, he played great anyway. It depends but. on how you're built, 
right? Yeah. And so yeah. and the, the assessment comes in now because now you have a body of work. You see that he's not built to handle this right now, and it's only going to no. ratchet up going back to Houston. So they better surround right. him with somebody to prep him because this I would is, think that's happening. I, and I I, I'll say it. this too: like people talk about counseling, right? And counseling goes one or two ways. You can have counseling where you know you you figured out what you did wrong and self evaluation, but you also have to be uh, have some sort of counseling to say the person that you are when you were performing at that level. Are you a different person now? Because mm -hmm. because one of the things when you say you got to be contrite, when you told you got to be contrite, you got to be you got to apologize, you got to you got to be remorseful, you got to be all of these things. When you on that court or you on that field or when you doing what you need to do, you got to be a savage dog in your yeah, mind. You got to be a, a stone cold assassin. Do you think? And you, you cannot think have that. Sean has that makeup. I, he's a nice I mean, from guy. What you know, he seems he's like a he's a very nice, nice guy. I think he's a killer on the field. Yeah. I do. I you think do. he's a total killer on the field. I, 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 and I don't think it's going to be a problem. I'm reminded when CC comes in here to talk to us, I'm reminded about Albert Bell's time here in Cleveland when the heat got turned on. This is yeah. Cleveland heat. This ain't New York heat. Yeah. This is not Chicago heat. This is not that kind of heat. Yeah, but he's going to get that in all the other cities but, that he goes to. When he got that's that true. heat, Albert had a couple meltdowns here, right? He did. Yes, he did. He did. Right, because again, you have to assess the person. And then if the person's not equipped, to what you have to forecast what's coming your way. Yeah, and you have to prepare that person and shield that person be like, okay, th that's not the way to do this, right? Because right. what he tried yesterday mm -mm. was I was like, who sent this young man out here I to do right. that? Where right. was his cover? Where where was his cover? Yeah, his team screwed well, him there. Everybody's booed when you go on the road. That's just part of sports. Everybody's booed, but mm -hmm. people like LeBron when he comes back to Cleveland. Brad, you experienced it when you went back to Madison. I got in the, Chicago. The, there's, there's, yeah, you did get in Chicago. There's certain players, though, that are Michael really Vick. I think Michael, Michael Vick's Vick, a good comparison. Michael Vick yeah. really oh, yeah, I mean, wherever yeah. he went. But in your, I'm sure in your time, you were never the target of 50,000, no. 60,000 fans all on you. Have you ever played in a situation where that was the case, where there was one of your teammates who was just being inundated and he was the focus of it. And how did that, that player respond? Yeah, it, it, it's tough. And I think Brad alluded to it. It depends on the player. The only situation I can think of, Jay, is probably the Brady Quinn and Derek Anderson situation. When we drafted Brady Quinn and Derek Anderson had come off a, a, a 10 and six season, he was playing well. And, uh, you know, he just, I saw a guy just completely unraveled completely unraveled. You you thought you, so much of a guy and you just don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And that I know now we talk a lot about sports and mental health and things of that nature before it wasn't that it wasn't the case. Either you get it done or you don't either you're strong enough and mentally strong enough to deal with it or you're not. And I just saw Derek Anderson over a two year period just completely unravel yeah, yeah. and just yeah, he, from that moment he became a journeyman and, and I'm obviously he's probably doing well but it's probably a better que question for him to answer, but right. that's the only thing I could I can really equate to in in this case. But again, man, I can imagine with social media, through Twitter, through Instagram, and all it's these different now. platforms, you can't get away from it. No. You cannot well, yeah. get away from it. My first advice to, to Deshaun would be to get off all of your well, social media platforms. Well, Dequel, well, it's not even it's, it's I'm, not, I'm dead that serious. should have happened a long time. I mean, ago. I wish he yeah, would. Yeah, you yeah. gotta get off of it. Dequel, yeah. Dequel, take this into account too. It's not even just him. His people are catching it. Sure. His yeah. family, family is catching it. And yeah, that, that's that right. Yeah. Everybody's catching it. And that takes a toll yeah. on you. 
I remember that. No, that's watch. That's even worse. There's, if there's your nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. Jaquel yeah. brings up Ryan Lee, or I mean, uh, brings up Derek Anderson. I remember yeah. Ryan Leaf was yeah, sort yeah. of that on uh, the uh, national uh, level. You remember when Ryan came into the league? The big question was Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf. It took about 12 minutes for everybody to realize that Peyton was the right call. But Ryan, for the rest of his career, had to play in that shadow that a lot of experts said that Ryan was going to be better than Peyton. And he publicly, very publicly, melted down. down. And it really impacted his whole life. Jaquel, we got to move. I want to thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, while y'all been talking, we've been back here in the booth doing our thing. Right. Uh, Jiggy Bush gave him the nickname Captain Jack. Yes. Mm -hmm. Jaquel, what do you think of this? Jaquel, what do you think of this? (laughs) <laughs> ah, ah. Okay, that's a start. That's getting done. Where, where, where's my where's my whiskey? Yeah, that's true. Get that whiskey bottle. Yeah, I need that bottle, and it better be good. You know what, guys? I, got, I, just, I guess I got a text from my wife. She was like, "Are you smoking in the house?" <laughs> you know what? You can't be Captain oh, Jack. That's it. You're a dead man, <laughs> Captain Jack. If you're ever smoking in the house, hey, uh, McNuggets, just throw a shot glass in his right hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, next week it's already up. We got in trouble. We got the quell in trouble with his wife. Captain Jack, you're the best. Go up and apologize to wifey. Quell. Yeah, take I will. Hey, see you guys next time. Yes. Peace out, Blame it on you. Hey, have yes, a good yes. vacation, Dequel. He's going to Italy. Yeah, he's right. He's going to Italy. Enjoy Italy. He might Eat not, some yeah, pizza for me and pasta, please. He might not be going oh, I will, nowhere. I will do all of that. I'll probably gain 10 pounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have fun. This is very fresh. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, she about to, she about to she yeah. unplug the whole oh. like, what is Right now, on? he's got his fan because you know he's got his one. wife is in that room. right now. He's got What's, a fan. Open that's the my window. fault. Ain't no smoke in here, baby. He play, he's got to blame me for that one. I, I encourage the cigar. We're taking a break. A very fit CC Sabathia is in the house. CC in the house. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show comes right back. Hey, man. Dude, what'd you...